0: The new home of Love Ultra Radio and the Sunsplash Mix Show. I love sunsplash.com. www.ilovesunsplash.com. Uh,
1: let me see if I can find Let me see if I can get him on the phone line because he's probably shooting another video. I think we got to worry about that documentary. Uh, Ralph McDaniels, are you there with us? Yo yo, what up, man? That's him, that's him. He's on Love Ultra <laughs> Radio. I am the host. I am the DJ. I am Ja Prince. Rob McDaniels. Um, we don't want to cut your accolades short. Let me start from here. How would you introduce yourself? Because, you know you got a lot of you got a lot of feathers in your cap right now. So please introduce yourself to the to the Love Ultra <laughs> Radio audience.
0: Hey man, look, I started out in uh in the seventies really plugging into uh lampposts and doing jams in the parks back in the days, and that's where I started off as a DJ first. And then, um, you know, went to college and got a little education and started working in TV and started this TV show in 1983 called Video Music Box. That was groundbreaking, you know, and it was, you know, the visuals that went along with hip-hop, and people got to see that every day after school from 3.30 to 4.30. And then, you know, we started making music videos, me and my partner, Lionel Martin, Classic Concert Productions, We made over 400 music videos and, you know, gave birth to a new generation of directors after that Mm -hmm. and worked on movies, you know, so I'm like a a hip hop visual and, and I'm a geek for you know, anything that's history. So I, I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I
1: like it, I like it. Rob McDaniels is on the phone line right now. Love Ultra Radio. You know, let's let's take it back. When you created Video Music Box, and, and let's talk about the team, it was never always just you. It,
0: you had to have some help. Some, help, some help. Well, yeah, you know, you had to have a, you know, luckily I was working, I, I was an intern. Now I tell people when I was in college, like there were um, internships available. And I tell people that if it wasn't for those opportunities, I would have never got to do Video Music Box. Yeah. So to all of those people that gave me an opportunity to work and just be in there, like I might have been going to get people's coffee or whatever, but I did it so I could be inside and look and see how things were made and done. Yeah. And if, but if it wasn't for that, there wouldn't been there wouldn't have been no Video Music Box. So all the people that allowed me to go get their coffee and allowed me to, you know um you know pick up their mail and bring it to them you know mm. thank you
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the same thing you started out uh, again just documenting and it seemed like a young a young thing for you to be doing it's like nah, i'm actually documenting the history of what was going on in the music scene or just the hip-hop culture so how did can you describe what that music scene was what was actually going on on your
0: way to work on your way home leaving college Hey man, look, you know it was, you know, I didn't have no car or nothing, you know. We was, we were, we were broke, mm-hmm. you know. Trying to figure it out, you know. Got a little DJ money every once in a while, but that wasn't enough. And um, and I was trying to figure out a way. I knew that I didn't want to be a bum, you know. And I said I got to do something that's gonna make my mom proud, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I just kept on, you know, striving. And New York was, you know, to me, people, you know, say, oh, it was rough back then. New York was tough. I mean, it was just crazy. You know, there was all types of things happening in the city. You know, we lived through crack. We lived through, you know, the tough times of the city almost being broke and all this other stuff. But we, you know, we just continued to move on. Like, you know, how, you know, people of color, you know, and people who don't have no money, you know, they're going to be like, yo, man. I don't know we're gonna figure it out somehow no we're gonna get a dollar out of this right here <laughs> and so you know and we and and, and, I, and i did you know and i came from a good home a good home you know it wasn't like that but at the same time you know it was like mom was like you gotta get out there and work you gotta Ooh, do it you know too. you gotta get out there and be somebody right and, and 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 make some money yeah and so that was it if it was going to be video music box if it was going to be the music business whatever it was i was going to do something i had to make some money doing something and so um hip-hop was something that was introduced to me through Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, so Russell Simmons lived in my neighborhood. I had moved from Brooklyn to Queens, New York. And, um, and Russell was a promoter, and he knew I was a DJ, and he mm-hmm. would hire me to DJ at his gigs every once in a while. And, um, and that was my introduction to what hip-hop was on.
1: I like it i like it i like it for those listening to love ultra right now we we really want to know when did you realize i don't know if Ed, if they didn't call it hip-hop it was just the music it was the vibe it was the energy it was the beginning of the culture you know taking yeah. off so when did you realize that you know what I, this this might be a career path like this might be something i'm really comfortable doing
0: we'll do we'll do we'll do i remember the first time that russell simmons Gave me a record with somebody rapping on it. And it wasn't like a big record. It was like a like a demo or a promo or something like that. Yeah. And um, and I was like, okay, why would somebody buy this? We do this in the park every day. Mm. And he, he paused for a second and he looked at me and he said, because um, everybody's not coming to the park. Nice. And, I, and I was like, oh. Like, to me, that's how small my vision was at the time. Yeah. That I thought that whatever we did on our block in our community, that was what everybody else did. That was it. Yeah. And he was like, no, there's people that want to see what you're doing here, but they're not coming here because this is the hood, you know. And I was like, oh, oh OK. So Russell had the vision and that's why, you know, he made so much money was successful right. and understood that this is something that is going to be worldwide mm-hmm. and you don't know it yet.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. In the same way we we reach a level where we're all more mature. We're looking back at this hip hop culture, this rapping, this dancing, this graffiti. And and did you think while you were actually doing it, you know, when I say that word um documenting and, and becoming a documentarian, uh was it enough videos being taken? Was there enough pictures being taken while you were doing it?
0: Um yeah you know there was um there were brothers that were you know like we used to go to 42nd street we mm-hmm. call 42nd street the deuce Times square My. and there were brothers out there that had like polaroid pictures and they were taking you could give you the picture like right away and you pay them a dollar or whatever it was yeah and and those guys were the original they know it or not were the original documentation documentators of You know street and and hip-hop culture you know a lot of that because we used to go to 42nd street to see the you know the chinese movies the -hmm. the the, the kung fu movies and and all that stuff or just to go just to hang out and be somebody and um and that's where you know like definitely like a wu-tang you know comes from you know wu-tang is is, is, you know their whole name their whole style like rizzo wasn't doing that before you know when he first came out yeah he was he you know he was making like pop records or you know fun records exactly and then he went back and that didn't work for him and he figured out that he wanted to do wu-tang clan mm-hmm. you know and so that was a straight influence of what was happening in Times square
1: i like it i like it and, and and we understood that the same way that the hip-hop culture has developed technology has developed let's go back to when it was producing your show when it was. Late nights, and it was like uh, 10-hour shifts. You got to work daytime, still got to have a day job, and then you had to go produce your show or go get the raw, you know, footage. So how much work, you know, for the average person, we just don't know. So how much work was involved with producing your show, the manpower, the hours, things like
0: that? On a regular basis, I worked 16 hours every day. Mm. You know, it might be longer. That's an average, 16 hours. Um, and that might mean, you know, figuring out how to get into a party that we didn't know about. <laughs> that might mean, um, once you got to the party, hanging out to four or five o'clock in the morning, you know, getting an interview with the group at the venue or maybe outside after the after the event was over mm-hmm. because people weren't used to when I, you gotta remember now, now everybody has a phone, um, some kind of media pass or something like that. That didn't exist right. back then. Now, I mean, back then, it was like, just wait mm. and hope <laughs> and, and hope that the artist, you know, showed up. And, you know, in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, after I was on a couple of years, everybody was like, oh, OK, Ralph, tell Ralph to come through. We're going to be here. Nice. We want to be on his show. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. You know, you, you, it was foreign to these artists. They didn't know well, what is this for? Like, like, you know, they knew about radio stations but right. they didn't know about the video mm. like they didn't get that part you know i was coming with a light and a big giant camera and they were like what's this what is going on here you know is this the news what is this for right. you know, you know,
1: you know. And, and and the same way we know that that a lot has um moved on in the music business you were there to see a lot of things from the beginning to where it currently is so in your opinion how how much has the music business changed you know in a good way or a negative way what what do you see
0: um, I mean, the business has changed a lot. I think in a in a good way for artists now, mm-hmm. because there's way more options and way more outlets to get your music played. Um, you you know, streaming has opened up a number of opportunities for people that we didn't have back then. You know, you was lucky to get your record played on a radio station, right? Unless it was like college radio or you know some uh, low power radio station, but mainstream radio wasn't playing hip hop like that. Now you got. You know, radio stations that play hip hop twenty in the daytime. Yeah, yeah. You were lucky if you heard a hip hop record after twelve o'clock, you know, midnight in mm-hmm. on on a regular radio station. That was a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Don't mm-hmm. ask us to play more than once. You got one play. <laughs> so now with the way, you know, technology is and people can create their own shows and podcasts and iTunes and all these different outlets, you know, there's way more opportunity for uh people to have their music played and youtube and you know all these other things
1: right right and and at the same time there were mentions and and you know industry rule 4080 um there's things that we've had to learn the hard way some of it obviously has been learning lessons so there were gatekeepers just like we said that probably didn't allow certain content video shows included. Um, What do you say to that? Do we still need some of that guidance? We do need some elders, and we do need one or two gatekeepers?
0: I think so. I think so because, you know, if you leave it up to, you know, creative art people, they can go, you know, a little left sometimes. And, you know, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be able to do what they do, but sometimes, you know, you got to be mindful who's listening to these airwaves and, you know— you know, you got to have some, some kind of responsibility. Yeah. You know, and you know, like my whole thing was when I first started doing my show, like I played hardcore hip hop, or I might back then, you know, you might have played like a Luke video or something like that. Right. And in, begin- in the beginning, and people were like, oh my God, you know, like me so horny, what? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so I tried to balance it out with, you know, something else that would, you know, just show the balance of what. You know, hip about of, of what life is because that's really what we're showing with different styles of music. You know, if you had never been to Miami, you didn't understand what you know Two Live Crew was. That's right. Or you didn't, if you never been to Compton, you didn't understand what NWA was. You know, but it exists. It wasn't like you know this was fake. This was real. That's you right. know, you know. So we had to balance it out, especially in New York, because everybody wanted to hear you know New York music. You know, nobody you know. Was playing like NWA in the beginning. Right. NWA came from left field. I was playing. I was playing NWA videos because when I saw the visuals, I was like, "Yo, mm. this is crazy right here!" You know, we got to play this. So I, you know, immediately jumped on it and started playing it. You know, NWA, um, different artists from different areas. Like even Outkast. You right. know, like we yeah. played Outkast out the box. Right. You know, New York had mad love for Outkast
1: that's what's up that's what's up let's talk about the video music let's talk about the logo over the years we had to shape it a little different then you had what you had to use for the tv and then now we got merchandise
0: um you know i sit back and i think about it you know i always feel like i have a barometer in my brain that tells me this is what we should do um and sometimes i'm you know most of the time I'm, i think i'm right you know sometimes i'm completely wrong <laughs> and um and then I go to, you know, we use this company called iFuel mm-hmm. and they put together the visuals and then, you know, we, we see how it goes you see what sticks. You know, in in the case of the, the TV shows, there was a time when I took the original audio, um, which was Five Minutes of Funk by Houdini. Houdini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And people were like, no, no, don't do that. Put it that. back, put it back. And I was like, yo, it's been here for like 20 years. Like, yo, we gotta, we gotta update it. So, wait. And we were like, we don't care. It's a classic. Don't do that. Um... So now we're back. We back to the Houdini again.
1: You know? <laughs> I like it. This 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 business, this life, um, this passion and this career that you have taken it's taken you a lot of different places. Um, is there any place that hip hop and then video music by has taken you that you are like I'm still surprised? I went to China. I went to Canada. W- where was that location? Like, yo, this is this is dope.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember um getting booked to go to. Um, I was in South America. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was like, well, what kind of music I'm gonna, you know, do what they, what they like. And they were like, they know what you do, you know. And they were Video Music Box fans. We were in, like, Peru or somewhere. Nice. And, you know, and, you know, people didn't even speak English, but they, like, they knew what we were doing and they must have got tapes somehow or another. Mm-hmm. And and they they believed in it, you know, and they knew what it was. So, you know, that's when I realized how you know, Universal was. I knew before that time because I see other people do it. But that was my first time really experiencing it like
1: that. I like it. I like it. And, and the same way, your DJ background, you know how important it is. Keep them vinyl records protected. So, uh, Ralph McDaniels, you got to keep them tapes, them the VHS tapes, and little beta tapes. You got to keep them protected, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're in the process of, um, I mean, we've been, you know, digitizing stuff for years. Um, But we're in the process of creating the um, Ralph McDaniel uh, video music box library and collection Mm -hmm. so that it can be preserved and shared with different um, organizations and institutions, you know, like, you know, Cornell, Harvard, you know, whatever, museums. We're in Smithsonian, but they don't have anything connected to my collection. They just have the video music box mic. Mm. So we want to make it so they can, you know, show the collection and show visuals to you know, a 14, 15-year-old now, and that might inspire him to, you know, remix it and do whatever he wants to do with it That's right. and um, and turn it into something else.
1: I like it. I like it. 2020 is going to be the year of vision, so I'm I'm, I'm hold you to it. We got we got to make some steps to make that happen, man. Yes, absolutely. I like it. I absolutely. Like it. We only have him for a couple more minutes right here. Love Ultra Radio. His name is Ralph McDaniels. And very, very specifically, what topics – there must be one topic. There's what topic would you like our community? Whoever says they are part of hip-hop, what is that topic that our community should be focusing on today? today,
0: today. Um, I think the most important part of it is economic um, freedom, you know, starting our own businesses and learning how to maintain those businesses. You know, a lot of times, you know, people start businesses in our community, but they don't know, you know, they haven't done any, you know, in due diligence on how to do these things. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm a, a, a product of that. You know, I started a store, and I was like, yeah, I just want to start a store. But <laughs> I never had been in retail, you know. Word. And I wish I had, you know, because I would have known a lot more. Mm. Uh, you know, like now, you got YouTube, man. You can learn anything, man. Quick, quick. And, you know, and ask some people, you're never going to get paid what you're worth at a regular job. You know, you're just not going to get paid what you're worth. Yeah. And, uh, you know... And and if you have that entrepreneur spirit in you, you're going to be unhappy, you know, and that's not living your best life. So live your best life. Get out there while you're young. Try different things. God willing, you'll be able to be as old as me, still doing it and still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and, and that's it, you know, just, you know, you are who you are. You're unique and you have some great ideas that nobody else has because that's, you're the only one that can have it because you are who you are. Oh, so... Know. Get out there and do it.
1: I like it. I like it. Right there. And, and we say those, those those answers come straight from the heart. He ain't had to write that down. That came straight off the top. I, I appreciate that, Ralph McDaniels. Um, yes, sir. And, and how do people follow you individually? Because there's going to be some speaking engagements. Every year we get around to the Black History Month. But, you know, how do they follow yeah. you? And then how do they get in touch with our Video Music Box?
0: Um, You can follow me and most of the social medias, at, at Video Music Box, Twitter and um, Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Ralph McDaniels. We also have a video music box page on Facebook. And then we have, um, you can email me, MC at gmail.com. I like and, it, And, huh? um, you, know, you know, that's usually for business and, you know, any kind of stuff like that.
1: Yeah, we definitely got to keep it business. One more before we let you get out of here. There's thoughts and feelings, like we say, about the hip-hop culture currently. Only currently, only now, some people are paying a lot more attention. They're looking at record sales. They're watching more videos and and live streams.
0: So we got too much power. There we go.
1: (laughs) But the same way we know we're living the hip hop culture, so we got to give ourselves a a report card, a little progress report. So between A to F in today's music, you know, compared to. 10, 20 years ago, thirty years ago, A being excellent and F being failing. What do you give hip hop right now?
0: Um, we're we're right now. Um, we're a B plus. Um, I, I tell you, I tell you. You know, I just left an event with Roxanne Shantae. It was her first anniversary of her show on Sirius Satellite Radio. Mm. She's on LL Cool J's channel on on. Um, Sirius Satellite Radio. Yeah, yeah. So LL is employing her. He's you know he's it's, he's 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 calling the shot. We had it. She had it at Nas's restaurant, Sweet Chick, Crazy. in in Queens, New York. So I'm like, yo, look at this. Look at- We're in a restaurant that's owned by an artist, a rapper from his borough of Queens, where he grew up at. We're here for an event that is you know sponsored by LL Cool J, Rock the Bells. And we're with a girl that grew up right down the block um, who hosts that show and was celebrating her first year on that channel. Yeah. Who would have thought, you know, we would have all of that power, you know, right there? And the place is packed and people are listening to the show, driving around in their cars on, you know, Sirius, and, and it's happening. Mm. And, you know, artists are showing up and premieres there, and it's real hip-hop, you know, and Craig G and all these different folks. That are real hip hop fans, are, and Shantae's doing what Shantae does. Yeah, yeah. You know, like some, you know, the the older era may like, oh, I hate the music now, and and it is what it is. It's going to evolve into whatever it is, and it's it's probably not for us because it's they, you know, it's not for us. It's for it's for the young people. Yeah. And so the reason why we broke down doors in the eighties and is for them to do what they do now. I just say respect the culture. You know, and understand that it wasn't always like this. Don't take it for granted. You know, take that, take, take the uh, the opinion that this was going to be here forever because it could end at any time. That's right. So don't, don't, don't believe that this could be you know just something that you just you know throw away like a whole pair of sneakers because there's too much blood, sweat, and tears that went into making hip hop what it is today.
1: I like it. I like it. His name is Ralph McDaniels. He's coming to Atlanta. So, salute to everybody listening to the podcast right now. All they got to do is go to iTunes, go on Spotify, look for Love Ultra Radio, Ralph McDaniels. Um, it's been more than a pleasure because I'm going to see you down here. You're going to be – seen Pete Rocker's name is on the flyer, DOS Effects name, but I'm waiting to see if Ralph is going to get on. You in on the turntable, son. I know It says yeah, host. Yeah, yeah. You spin it. So, about, yeah, about 10 years ago, I started
0: doing these video sets. And um, so I open up, I'm going to open up with Pete and Dash effects um, on that night. So get there early and, um, and our visuals, a lot of visuals, a lot of cool hip hop sounds that maybe you haven't heard in a while. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, 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 I heat it up. I'm going to heat it up. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Gonna, I'm going to take you back to some things you haven't seen in a while. That's
1: what's up. That's what's up. Very, very good. I'm glad that, again, you own your content and um, you're a content creator right there. So, I'm um, Ralph McDaniels, um, this is the last question. We always need to know before you move forward, there's a lot of things you like. There's a lot of things you like. You like New York. You probably still like the Knicks. You like Fresh Kicks. But there's one thing you love, Ultra. What is the thing that you love, Ultra? That's
0: a good question. I love vinyl still. <laughs> You know, I'm, 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 I definitely, people, people you know, don't know me as a DJ. That's why sometimes people go, I know you DJ. said I started out. That's what, everything I do is about being, is a mix in my head. You know, I wake up with a mix in my head. I wake up with blending songs. I wake up with like, oh man, I can mix this with that. You know, so um, it all came from vinyl. You know, like now there's a big thing about collecting 45s and stuff like that. And I love 45s. But I've been a, you know, um, over the last couple of months, just like really into my forty-five thing, and, um, and 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 for people that don't know, forty-five is the small version, you know, of vinyl, you know, mm-hmm. the seven-inch version, mm-hmm. and um, so I've been into that. So I'm a fanatic for that. You know, I'm just a, a nutcase when it comes to that. <laughs> I can't believe I'm buying vinyl. Looking for vinyl in 2019,
1: like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Never a wrong answer. Thanks for taking out the time. This is only true Versation, not a conversation. Only true Versation number one with Ralph McDaniel's on Love Ultra Radio. Uh, have a good evening, brother.
0: Thank you, man. Big up to everybody tuning in to Love Ultra Radio. Love Radio.
1: That's what's up. forget to go in case you didn't know the flow was fat like Joe yo you nigga did know that I'm back you whack man I eat a rapper like a Pac-Man I figured you to bring it straight from the cellar Pharrella. pack it more hits the loop Piniella I nigga in his eye if he tests me you don't impress me your yo books hit the rest G uh uh hey yo what up the group the records the new home
0: of Love Ultra Radio and the Sun Splash Mix Show I love sunsplash.com www.sonsplash.com www.ilovesunsplash.com